hello rattly little bones how are you we're we're still trying to find a fun little intro or something that we can call the listeners because i know every podcast has like a name that they call their listeners or whatever and we don't know that yet so we're we're brainstorming hi everyone welcome back how are we feeling how are you feeling yeah excellent that quarantine lifestyle. lifestyle. I went out of the house today for the first time and the place where I was was beyond freezing and my feet were so cold. I the guy below us has turned up his heat to approximately um 85 <laughs> degrees. So my mother and I are being smoked out of the house, except we are not supposed to go outside. So it's called <laughs> sauna time. All right. Um, we've gotten a lot of new listeners recently since I have been adding our podcast everywhere. Which drum roll, please. We're on Apple Podcasts. Yay! Oh, oh. I got us on there. And I'm so beyond excited because the two main places that I wanted to get us on were Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we're there now. We're on both. We're, we're also present. on we're also on Google Play Music. I didn't really know how to get us on Google Podcasts, if that's a separate thing. But I do know Google Play Music. The app can only be accessed on Android, but I believe you can get it on like regular internet. I don't know, whatever, but we're on the two main platforms that I wanted to be on. So that's super exciting. Um, I believe, I don't think you can search us quite yet on Apple podcasts and we'll come up, but if you go to our Instagram and click on the link in our bio, it'll give you links to all the places that we're on and you can access us on Apple podcasts from there. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Anyway, as I was saying, we have a lot of new listeners. I'm going to just say hi i'm sarah uh, i'm i'm depressed and <laughs> you i'm oh, good. that's good i'm it's a yeah. give and take relationship we're never no fine i'm depressed but you know what's gonna make me not depressed this story because i'm so beyond excited to hear it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this one i you did all of the research, research for, for because it. i guess it's more yeah. I did all the research. I was yeah. It, yeah Today we're but talking about it, the Papin sisters. Is that how you pronounce it? It is French, Papine? but my only extent of vowels goes into Spanish. So my best guess would be like Papin okay. sisters. Apologies if we pronounce it wrong. But we're gonna it we're gonna avoid yeah. saying the last name because I'm petrified yeah, of So we're just gonna I'm just gonna say it now. We're covering the pap the Papin sisters, the Papin sisters, whatever. We're covering the sisters. Jenna told me nothing <laughs> about it. She told me the general overview of the case. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, it'd be so fun if I just had my first impression live on the podcast. So I thought that would be super fun. Um, I'm going to say one more thing before we get into this. I want to shout out one of my favorite podcasts. They're called That Spooky. Um, and I contacted them on Instagram to see if they would maybe get us out there, if they would give us a little review, give us some feedback on what we're doing right and wrong. And they said yes. And they said that they would um, uh, uh, listen to our episodes soon. So thank you, Johnny and Tyler, for doing that. I really, really appreciate it. So go listen to them. They have a super fun podcast. Um, 
they they do spooky things and they're gay so that's always like i always i always vibe with spooky and gay those are my two aesthetics and now here we are okay so with all that business taken care of let's get into it i'm so excited all right so as you can probably tell by the fact that we are struggling to pronounce the last name takes place in france Le Mans, france uh, and the two sisters that are involved, there is a third sister, but she is not she's in the like, story She's all. like the third Hemsworth um, brother, or like the third property brother. Yeah, she's the oldest sister. Her name is Amelia. We'll get into her later, but she, for all purposes of this murderous story, she is nowhere around. Okay. Which all I can think, all I can think of is how wild it must have been to be like, my sisters <laughs> did what? I pretend huh? I do not see it. But, <laughs> the middle child or in this case for the story the oldest of the two is pronounced christine i believe but is spelled like christine um she was born march 8th 1905 died on the 18th of may 1937 so mm. short life oh. you'll see why <laughs> um she was the middle child she was described as generally hardworking as a good cook but could be quite Me. insubordinate by a lot Me. of her employers i thought i um, that <laughs> Good cut, hardworking, <laughs> insubordinate. <laughs> My report cards from middle school. Uh, and then the youngest sister is Leah Poppin. She was born September 15th, 1911, and died the 24th of July, 2001. Hypothetically. Ooh, do we have a possible fake death? Not okay. necessarily. More of she kind of just drops off the face of the earth. And then later on, when people were doing research on this case, there was a guy who I believe was doing a documentary, and he was like, I found her. She died in the year 2000 or 2001. Like, I found her. She was, like, my source for this. But it was never really, like, confirmed. That's weird. Okay. So she hypothetically died at the latest. Okay. On that date. Uh, And then compared to her sister, she was described as quiet, introverted, obedient, and... The less intelligent sister. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Overview of the case. They were French sisters and they were also live-in maids. And they murdered their employer's wife and daughter on February 2nd, 1933. Uh, and after this happened, a lot of French intellectuals, including a lot of playwrights, considered this to be like symbolic of like class struggle in France at the time. You know, this... When you said that, that reminded me of, like, how every English teacher I've ever had, like, completely reads way too much into everything. Everything. Well, because they they were like, oh, let me write a play about this and say that rich people suck because they deserve to get murdered because of the class struggle in this country at this time period. It's still so bad. And these sisters are just kind of like, no, no. All right. If we wanted to be rich, we would have done burglary. (laughs) All right. Um, early life, their parents' marriage was rough, to say the least. They were one of those couples that got married due to mm. an unplanned pregnancy, which was, shout out <laughs> Amelia, that's her. Um, it d- deteriorated quickly with uh, the father's, like, husband, the father figure, his severe Gross. alcoholism. Um, and as a result, their mother cared yeah. very little for them. Uh, the elder sister Amelia misses the crime entirely by I like, mean... several years. <laughs> she was sent away. 
I look, she was just, she's gone. And it gets even better. She was sent to a Catholic orphanage around like nine or 10. Uh, and it was there that they discovered that the, that her father had like raped her multiple times. Um, and chose to join a convent and became a nun. She, okay, so she was sent to a Catholic orphanage. How did she discover her father had raped her? I, I assume that it's when like the orphanage would do like the checkups to be like is okay. this child because i'm like i'm like they're dying there's nothing about like pregnant pregnancy or whatever no there's no pregnancy it's just okay okay sexual abuse but now now just imagine this older sister mm-hmm. a nun hearing of her younger sisters and just being she's like, like well i'm gonna disassociate from that at least one of <laughs> us chose god um, Christine and Leah were also sent to that orphanage, slash, they lived with their aunts and uncles throughout the early years. It's kind of sketchy. All I know is that their parents were not, like, mm-hmm. around that much, but when they were, they were mm-hmm. absolutely awful. Uh, witness accounts that they witnessed their parents fighting verbally and or physically on multiple occasions. They both had to defend against molestation attempts as well. Uh, their parents end up divorcing, not due to the, oh, the allegations okay. of rape against Amelia, but because their mother was jealous and believed that Amelia had asked her father to do those things to her. Um, no. So, this early setup from birth on is not uh, no. great. No, by not any at all. means. Um, mm-hmm. You know. After the parents' divorce, uh, the two younger sisters spent time in a mental institution. I can imagine why. Yeah, they were quiet, rarely talked, and they were always together. And some of the workers at the mental institution began to believe that they were telepathic due to the fact that they had, like, that weird sibling connection where they were able to communicate without actually talking. Oh my god, no, but there's another case of two twins and it reminds me of hold on let me i'll i'll look it up real quick yeah you know the, know you know the two, now, the two those two girls what are they called i don't know but these girls were six years apart in age more than that six and a half maybe um but they were still able to communicate without actually having to talk which a lot of people back then mm-hmm. were like whoa your your magic mm-hmm. slash the devil. We're just gonna. I pretend <laughs> I do not see it. Uh, unlike Amelia, they were forbidden to enter the convent and instead joined the workforce under terrible conditions because this was the early 1900s and all places in the workforce were mm-hmm. terrible conditions. Uh, they worked as maids in various homes, and they always preferred to work together when possible. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. After everything? Yeah. That's valid. Uh, in 1926, they began working as living maids for mm-hmm. the Lancelin family, which is a husband, wife, and their younger daughter, Genevieve. Um, and the madame developed depression and began to use the girls as her biggest targets or outlets of this anger. Uh, and apparently abuse got to the point where she would start to slam the girls' heads against the wall. After they would fail to perform simple tasks to her liking. Oh, um, um, I want to not, I'm going to go ahead and not suggest you do that. 
working <laughs> class. No, yeah, and now you see why all these playwrights were like, ah, I found my story. I found my class calling. Struggle. Here it is. <laughs> all right, um, and then the actual case takes place on the evening of Thursday, February 2nd, 1933. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the context of this evening, the Monsieur is supposed to meet Madame and their daughter Genevieve for dinner at a family friend's home. Uh, the mom and Genevieve had been out apparently shopping, and when they got home, there were no lights on in the house. Uh, the sisters claimed that there was a power outage caused by Christine plugging in a faulty iron. Uh, and due to her her angry and irate state, um, the dom just attacked the sisters on the first mm-hmm. floor landing. So she just starts oh, throwing okay. hands because there's no power. And what else are you supposed to do besides just beat up your maids? Yup. Okay, this is off off topic. Uh, it's Wait, off topic for a second, but I found out their name. The Gibbons twins. Yes. Yeah. Although they were a lot crazier than this case. They were like supernatural or whatever. Okay, continue. Well, yeah. That I'm assuming is because they were yeah. twins, twins. Yeah. Six years apart and mm-hmm. doing this. Uh this time though, instead of just taking this abuse, uh Christine lunged at Genevieve, the daughter, and Straight up just gouged her oh. eyes out. So, first attack was gouging oh. of the eyes. And not just in, but oh. out. <laughs> her eyes are no longer in her face. And she didn't have a weapon, did she? She did that with her hands. Oh. Yep. Um, Leia joins the struggle, attacks the madame, um, gouging her eyes out on orders from Kristen. Oh. Um, who retrieves a knife and hammer from the downstairs kitchen, brings them upstairs, and then continues to attack them. Ugh. Uh, at some point, statements say that one of them grabbed a heavy pewter pitcher and strikes both of them What is that? What is a pewter pitcher? Just a Uh, pitcher? Okay. It's a pitcher made out of pewter, which is- Yeah, okay, I can imagine. So, that being hit on the head- you're either dead or very yeah. close to it. Not to mention mm-hmm. missing your eyes. Um, those who responded to the scene later estimate that the attack lasted about two hours. Oh God, two hours! Eyeballless, eyeballless, and in a lot of pain, and or definitely well, just kept. Okay, well after that, that, the pewter pitcher, like. The attack lasted two hours. That's just them brutally mutilating their corpses. There's a lot of pent-up oh, yes. aggression there. <laughs> the monsieur returned home, finds the house dark, just like his wife and daughter did, except he assumes that they already left the party. So he goes to, like, meet up with them oh. there. He gets to the house, finds them not there, and returns to the house with his son-in-law at about six thirty. So he like night. partied there for a little, <laughs> maybe just a little bit, just in the sense of like, oh, they're not here. <laughs> grab perhaps a drink. Uh, he discovers the entire house still dark except for one light on okay. in his sister's room. Um, which a little, little not great, seeing as how they said mm-hmm. the fuses were blown. Um, the front door was bolted shut for the inside, so they had to summon help from a local police okay. officer, um, who made entry by climbing <laughs> over the garden wall. So, shout out! Did, shout did out they not have like a battering ram that they could use? 
when was this 19 what 33 they had a battering ram not climbing over the garden wall I it was it was just him. He's a <laughs> He's like, mm, this is probably nothing. Probably just blown fuses. I'm not like... gonna get out the battering ram. I'll just climb over the garden wall. Yeah, like like <laughs> or maybe they're asleep. Like, yeah, of course it's bolted chef. Like, what are you gonna do? Bolt the front door from the outside? Like that'll protect against a thief. <laughs> Let me just slide that over and walk my way on in. Um, they find the bodies of the Madame and Genevieve still uh-huh. on the first floor landing. They were bludgeoned, stabbed, almost to the point of being oh. totally unrecognizable. In regards to the madame, her eyes were gouged out, and they were found in the folds of the scarf that she was still wearing. Oh my god. However, both of their bodies, apart from that scarf, were completely naked, and their legs had been just slashed oh. with knives. In regards to Genevieve, one eye was found under her body, and one was found on the nearby stairs. Oh my god! The police assumed that the sisters had also been brutally murdered like this because they're just maids. Mm-hmm. Of course they would have just, like, if there was an intruder, of mm-hmm. course they also would have been mm-hmm. brutally murdered. So they go upstairs and they find that the sisters' room is locked. Um, they knock at it, no response at all. They end up having to find a locksmith to force the door open. So yeah, no, no and no battery here. ram. They actually have to go. In. I'm waiting for a battery ram to happen, and it's On not the happening. Inside, they were just like, "No, mm-hmm. we're going to carefully pick this lock, mm-hmm. force the door." Uh, when they found their way inside, the Poppin sisters oh. were naked in bed together, oh. blood rubbed over their bodies, and the bloody hammer oh, with hair still god. on it on the chair nearby. Oh god! Upon questioning, they immediately Weak. confessed. <laughs> And described by the crime scene analyst, it was, as he said, a blood orgy. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that's probably not what happened. However, a, a blood orgy? Come on, man. All right. You also have to keep in mind that this was 1933, and this man was probably I just like... <laughs> I don't... He was probably just like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why would I know? <laughs> Never seen this before. Mm-hmm. It's like the poor little policeman who just hikes it over the garden wall because he's just. Don't you worry, Monsieur. Don't you worry, Monsieur. I will figure out what's going on. <laughs> I will leap over the garden wall. And I will. I will fix your fuse oh. box. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it will be good as new. Um, leading to the trial, they were both obviously placed in prison Oop. and they were separated. Um, Christine was extremely distressed from not seeing her sister and began to act out. Um, eventually, the officers were just straight up done with this, so they relented and allowed them That's one like visit. That's the Gibbons sisters. They were separated and they like couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christine threw herself at Leah, um, began unbuttoning her blouse, begging, please say um... yes. Which later on, all reports were like, yes. Incest. So in a lot of the papers and the media this time, they were like, oh, no wonder they did this. Their dad drank a lot, and they liked to have mm. sex with each other. Sticky. So... During this time, a lot of 
a lot of people just okay. wrote them off entirely. Because, I mean, no instance of them around other people has, okay. has been excellent. Um, in July 1933, Christine had an episode, tried to gouge her own eyes out, and was put in a straitjacket. Okay. Uh, she eventually made a statement to an investigator and said that she had one of her episodes like that during the murder. Uh, as a way to kind of explain okay. what happened. Uh, the courts appointed three doctors for psychological tests on the sisters to determine their mental state. Um, no pathological mental disorders, and they were eventually deemed sane. Okay, now I'm not a licensed psychologist. However, I'm going to go ahead and say that that diagnosis is a little bit incorrect. (laughs) I would agree. Sane, possibly. Oh, God. Oh, this is just all around making me not feel great. During the later part of the trial in September of that same year, there was, like, a history of mental illness in the Mm -hmm. family that came up. But it was not anything that people were like, oh, that just makes sense. I, I'm not sure what it was. Nothing okay. really noted it down, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just something along the lines of like mm-hmm. their mother's anger issues or any kind of anxiety yeah. and depression. Because once again, at this time period, yeah, come on. Um, they believe Christine's affection for Leia was based on family ties, not what does incest. That mean? So. Over the course of a couple months, they were like, it's just because they had a ter- like, terrible oh. parents, their, their dad was disgusting, their sister, like, they haven't seen their sister and probably a really, like, uh-huh. their sister's a nun, they work in terrible conditions, all okay. they had was each other, so they were like, no, okay, it's not incest, okay. they're just close. Um, after the trial, jurors took 40 minutes That's to declare them guilty. That's not a lot of time. Christine was determined to be the mastermind, and they said that Leia had no separate personality, but was, during the murders, merely an extension of Christine. Ooh, that's interesting. So, because she was thought to be under her influence, Leia was given a 10-year um, sentence. okay. How- <laughs> Christine- Let's see. Christine was originally sentenced to death by guillotine. Oh, Shout God, out to the guillotine. Um, but was later transferred to life in prison. Why? I don't know. Okay, even if Leia is was under the influence of Christine, I still think she should have gotten a bit more than a 10-year sentence. I agree. But once again, I'm sure that maybe this is even why she didn't get the guillotine, but I feel like they were also just like if they had a wild life. Mm-hmm. Their parent like once again, their parents were bad, mm-hmm. their father disgusting. Like, it's the workforce in Le Mans, France, in mm-hmm. 1930s. They weren't as maids. Like, of course they had yeah. a terrible life. So I'm sure that there was someone somewhere that was like, don't kill her, at least let her, like, live. Just not, like, out and about. Yeah, okay. All right, but if, but, okay, okay. If, let's say Christian was sent, sentenced to death by a guillotine, and Leia was given a 10-year sentence... You know how they are apart. Why would why wouldn't they just get the same sentence? Because if they're apart and they've already murdered, wouldn't you think that Leia would do something crazy if she was like apart from Kristen? Well, no, no, no. Look back on this though. 
She never did anything crazy. She wasn't the first Leia? one. Yeah. She helped with the murder, but she didn't start it. She just followed. Okay. I and even when they were separated, it said that they were just they were distressed, but it specifically says that Christine, Christine became was... extremely okay. distressed okay. from not seeing Leia. Okay. Okay. Christine was the one who threw herself mm-hmm. at her sister. And even later on, it, separation from Leia was too much for Christine. Her condition worsened the so longer they were apart. maybe Leia just needed a little intervention. And when she was separate from Kristen, it was like she could go on and live her best life. Yeah. Christine had bouts of depression and quote-unquote madness. She refused to eat. Um, she was transferred away to a mental institution and continued to starve herself until she died from wasting away is what they categorized it back in those days but basically just from mm-hmm. not eating um on may 18th 1937 rip okay um leah however served eight out of ten years was released in 1941 she assumed a false identity lived as a hotel maid and her place and time of death are virtually so, assumed unknown. a false identity and dropped off the face of the earth <laughs> Yep. Worked again as a You know, I don't think that's the best job. Because that's all that's all she knew how to do. That's all she knew. She went from being in an orphanage to being in Mm -hmm. an institution to working as a maid. So that was the one thing she could do. Yeah, but that's why her death date is a little not correct. I see. Um, there was a later diagnosis that happened years after when they re- revisited this in terms of, like, the psychological aspect, since back in 1933, they were like, you're sane, I can't find any yeah. disorders, you're just, yeah. you just snapped, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, it was determined that the sisters suffered from shared paranoid disorder, which occurs when groups or pairs of people are isolated from the world, develop paranoia, and one partner dominates okay. the other. Which is shown by how Leia is overshadowed throughout her life okay. by Christine. That's why I think it's super important to go back and revisit other, like, to go back and revisit cases that have had a huge psychological aspect on them. Because you never know what you're going to find with, like, today's technology and stuff like that. And so, yeah. I feel like this one was a main one that people went back to just... Like, they had been in mental in mental institutions before. Well, back then, was it an asylum? Sh- I'm pretty sure that's okay. more of what it was like. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was also run by, um, like, a church, like a Catholic church. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Because I'm, I'm sure that since, since they were in an orphanage anyways, a Catholic orphanage, their sister became a nun, I'm sure that straight from there, it was probably going to be better for them to just be sent off and maybe not i don't know what the dominant religion in france was i'm sure it was christianity i wouldn't be surprised yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it was somewhere with a a strong religious affiliation especially in the early 1900s all right well that was morbid (laughs) (laughs) that i enjoyed that that was well i didn't enjoy it it was interesting that i just hearing okay hearing the gibbons case hearing this case 
this makes me want to go more in depth in like the bond between like sisters and like twins and stuff like that because there's so there's there's so many like weird cases of like twins that can like telepathically communicate and stuff like that yeah or the siblings that make up their own oh language. yeah oh yeah that's interesting i've i've read a couple of cases yeah. about that which is aren't a lot of those like trauma yeah no for too. sure i like if yeah like i've heard of some that do it just because like they're yeah. best friends and why wouldn't we but i a lot of like mm-hmm. the big ones that i've heard have been a lot of trauma and so they awful. that was kind of like their safe place and so yeah i think it's i'll uh, yeah yeah well this was crazy thanks for that yeah <laughs> you're welcome and now you see why all of these like snooty french people were like yes last struggle <laughs> not to <laughs> not to classify all of france as snooty french people but back then no but the people who thought this at this time were either snooty french people very very existential writers who immediately jumped on the fact that they were from a terrible not very well-off family took a job that only not very well-off people do in a workplace that was awful at a time that was awful they were also women Mm -hmm. so do you think so do you think they just got fed up with their with madame and genevieve do you think they just got fed up and they just killed them see I don't know, because from all accounts of, like, the attacks, it seems like that first, like, eye-gouging move was, like, just in yeah. the heat of things. But the fact that... Maybe they're like, oh, they're gonna they claimed, be really bad to me if I, they, like, they're fine after this, let's just kill them. Like, what I can't tell is that if the power outage was real. That's the only thing that I'm still thinking about. That's the only thing that's, like, confusing me. Because I, the time for when they were attacked is not, is, like, unknown. They could tell how long the attack went on mm-hmm. for, but they don't really know what time that happened. Like, they had just been out, and then they yeah. went home, and then they were killed. But I suppose if it did last, if, like, that time gap was enough between when the monster mm-hmm. came home and when yeah. all that happened, it could have just turned yeah. back on. However... If the power outage wasn't real altogether, then it was yeah. more planned. But once again, if it was more planned, then wouldn't Christine have just moved a knife and hammer up already? Yeah. Like, why Why have to run downstairs to grab it when you can just have yeah. it in your hand? But mm-hmm. the, the premeditated aspect is a little yeah. hit or miss with this one. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the Pepin sisters. I believe that was the Bowser yeah. That was our heart. If you're French and listening, yeah. very sorry. <laughs> we are very white and not the French kind of white. I'm very sorry. I only have Spanish. Yeah, vowels. it's. <laughs> We're hoping they're close. All right. Enough. Well, moral of the story is. Don't beat your mates. That is very correct. However, I was gonna. I feel like that's. I was gonna say, be born a couple years earlier and join a convent. That's what we've learned. Yeah, or you stay out of the family. Stay out of the family drama. Um, be the monture and just have a drink at a party, and then be like, ah, my wife and daughter. 
they're fine. Let me just have a little, little, little sippity sip right here, and I'll go back and find out what's happening later. Oh God, they're dead. Yeah. What's, what's the male version called? A widower. What? Like, cause if if a woman's husband dies, it's a widow. Oh. Is the male version? A I widower? don't think so. Let me look it up. I don't. I don't. I, I think they're that both widows. I, I think they're both widows. Okay, the for I searched up male version of, and <laughs> the first thing that came up was male version of Karen. Okay. Oh yes, he becomes a widower. Which I don't understand, because if you're a widower, that means that you make someone else mm-hmm. a widow, which means that you like, yeah. kill someone's husband. But regardless, mm-hmm. this poor man. I know. This poor man and the son-in-law. Yes. Are Let's. Just- Shout out to that one police officer that hopped the garden wall. Thank you. You're yes. a hero to us all. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> proud of you. That leg strength. That core strength. Remarkable. Same with that locksmith. Oh, yes. I'm They're so just out there doing their job. And Amelia. Keep doing you, I guess. <laughs> I hope, I hope God. Yeah, I hope you. God helped you that difficult time. Because you're. You yes you it. most certainly did all right everybody well thanks so much for listening this was fun i had fun i didn't do I any agree. research for this so it was nice just hearing a fun little story <laughs> story yeah. time story time with yes. blood and guts. okay i okay my parents have made it so expressively clear that they hate the name i like it well my mom thinks it's <laughs> i like it so. i think I think it's I think it's cool. Okay, well, we're not going to change it because I've said it too often and all of our social media is under that name. Speaking of social media, segue. You can <laughs> You can follow us on Instagram at blood and guts pod you can follow us on twitter at blood underscore guts pod which Jenna's still upset about because the name was taken. Oh god, 2015, 2015. <laughs> um we were just I know, I know. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud. Um, Go hurry up and listen to us on SoundCloud and Podbean if you're going to use that site because we have no money and I cannot pay for premium. So I'm going to have to constantly be deleting and re-uploading. So go listen to those there because I don't have much space left. Um. We are working for we y'all. We are very poor. <laughs> maybe if this maybe if this takes off, we'll do a Patreon or something. That'd be fun. I'd really like to do that. Um, I feel like that would be wild. that okay. That would just be people. We'd be like, uh, you're paying us to tell you stories about ghosts every every week, ghosts and murderers every week. Like, I mean, but it works for other people. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> I look. Sometimes you need a little, a little something sweet, <laughs> and we're the place to go to for that. So thank you so much for listening. And what's a fun ending? We don't have a fun beginning or a fun ending. That's because the middle is so fun that it makes. That's very fun. true. But I want a fun ending. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, and uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. And don't be incestuous. Yep. Bye.